So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. Hi, welcome to the resentment list with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. I'm going to start this resentment list with reading a tweet by someone. <laughs> I don't understand how in the 21st century we still have cans that need can openers and not all cans have the pulley tab. And on that, the pulley tabs need to be improved. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Okay, oh, so... A great tweet. This tweet is from my friend Bree and Bree is with us today on the resentment list. Hey, friends. Hello. Hi, and Ben's <laughs> obviously here. And the reason I'm reading that tweet is because literally this week I made a beetroot salad and there, for some reason beetroot is a is that a vegetable or a fruit no a one vegetable. knows no one knows what is a vegetable and what is a fruit I've yeah. realized like yeah, yeah. it's it's let's just call it whatever we want at this point well I so I had to get two cans of beetroot and I had to use a can opener and our can openers are f- and and side note, can openers are fucking shit. They are the worst. Yeah, I've never bought a good one. I've <laughs> never I've never used a good one. Yeah, but are there good ones available? No, like, they're not. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I literally wrote that tweet after opening a can of beetroot. Is oh, it really? is, like is it a beetroot? Thing? Yeah, I think it's a beetroot thing because all the lentils, all the beans, they they're all, all have the tab. Yeah, it's an issue. Do we speak to Golden Circle? Yeah, or? yeah. Why? What's why? Do, what can you weigh in? Well, follow. I I got something to say about this. Following up from last week. <laughs> about the Woolworths and Coles debate. I think the main issues with the Woolworths oh, and Coles thing, because they like they have the ring thing to take it off, but it just like comes off straight Every away time. and then you're fucked. Every, that's, so this is my this is my argument, you know, like A add the the pulley tab and B yeah. make the pulley it's tab. It's got to be a better tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they do testing? shoddy tabs. Coles and Woolworths don't give a fuck, and I and I do. <laughs> I know you don't want to speak ill no, of Woolworths because of brands, or do you mean the because oh, you've somehow taken over social media mm. with your support of Woolworths Discovery Garden? <laughs> okay, yeah, but Here go. I tell you what, they're putting a little <laughs> too gone. much effort into the ceilings, not enough effort into the actual products. So <laughs> I love how. Oh, by the way, I heard this week that Coles are opening up. Um, it's like a. Have you heard of this? It's a grocerant. Oh, no. So now they're so Woolworths and Coles. They both disgusting. they realise that people don't don't really care that much about their groceries anymore. They just want like new novelty things. So Woolworths have gone with the Discovery Garden, and now Coles have gone with we're gonna have restaurants inside of our grocery stores because people want convenience. So apparently, convenience to them means eating dinner before you go shopping <laughs> inside mean, of the coals like somehow no, that's a bit of a throwback though do you guys remember when there was like a full diner situation in kmart's no the, what the fuck when did yeah. that happen no like it was a full oh thing my there God. was like kind of you know how myers and yeah, david yeah, jones yeah. have a little 
cafe and stuff but it was more of like a diner style like there was a bay marine there was like those crinkly chips like it was it wasn't you know it wasn't very highbrow but it was a thing i I don't remember this i don't think i've ever been to one it's very strange because david jones has one and sometimes i fantasize about being the kind of person (laughs) that will sit there and like get no but david David jones Jones there i think their restaurant's high quality yeah, I've heard like, that. Like, I think they really put effort into it. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to go to Sydney and, like, we'd go to the big, like, malls and then, like, have lunch in, like, the Maya restaurant? No, I don't remember that. That was a really good memory <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, so we've got to introduce... Do we introduce Brie No, we're Brie not properly? introducing. We've Oh, decided. we don't introduce anymore? All right, should oh, we Oh, well, introduce Brie. Yeah. Yeah, we said this is Brie. Okay, hey, Hi. hey, Brie. Hi. Hey, Stevia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, We're should going we go straight in? Should we go straight into her resentments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which one did you want to talk about first? Oh, guys, look, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a bit of a bone to pick. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to come on this podcast. I didn't want to be political. Yeah, and yeah. um, I don't feel like it's a political resentment. I feel like. I feel like it's more of a social issue, maybe a social justice issue, okay, yeah. if you will. Oh, wow. We're, de- we're um, down for that. <laughs> really we're, down for we're jumping that. straight in. <laughs> I resent the stigma that is around girls pooing. Okay, yeah. So this kind of, I came to this realisation a few eps ago when mm. I was listening to <laughs> Naomi talk about her big poos. Bitter regret. It's a, great, it's a great app. Go back and listen <laughs> if you guys haven't listened. App. It's a good app. <laughs> um, so this kind of like got me thinking about how I was listening, I was feeling like, oh, this is kind of new to me. I've, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard a girl talk about her poo before <laughs> outside of outside of my, my family. And, um, and it got me thinking about situations where I do hear people talk about their poo. Yeah, yeah. So my partner, he will come home. We live in a share house. He comes home and he will let everyone know that he needs to poo. Yeah, yeah. He will run upstairs. He will do what he needs to do. He will come downstairs. He will go through size, colour, consistency. <laughs> oh. Like there is no sort of... He's my dream man. There's no <laughs> reservations. There's no reservations for him at all. Um, and I was thinking like if there was this topsy-turvy world where I was doing that, like yeah. it would just... I would die. He would die. It wouldn't... It's unacceptable. It wouldn't be a thing, right? It's unacceptable. Exactly. So I kind of... Yeah, it really got me thinking. And the reason I have such a big resentment against this is because I've internalised it. Yeah. Like I've internalised it to a point where when I was in school, we would go on like school camps and, you know, like it'd be four or five days or whatever, like not a long time to go on school camp. Yeah. It's a long time not to poo. Yeah. It's a long time. So oh like we God. would get home from school camp and everyone would be like rushed and, you know, going to see their parents. And um, I didn't want to know about my mum. She'd have yeah. the car door open. I'd be like, mum, let's drive. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> she just knew the whole, there was like a full protocol. Yeah. Because she knew I needed to go home because I, I wasn't going to do it on school camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, and you I'd didn't like, poo for five days? No, nah, no way. Oh, that's, that's, I, I, that's unhealthy, I, I'm, man. I'm the it's, same. When I went to Glastonbury, every, all the guys were shit. And let's say there was drug, drugs involved. Guys were shitting around the clock. My bowels stopped. Yeah. My oh. bowels stopped. My bowels know when I started dating men, they knew. But, you but can't there is, shit. There Tra- is something about like uh, when you are like partying that's that luckily, and I'll thank my body for this, that <laughs> you're, you're, it just stops working. Like everything mm. stops working. I stop peeing. I stop shitting. No, but I, that's not true though because when I went to festivals with my friends and I was having, um, sorry, mum, ecstasy, um, the your body like didn't you get like the pill shits? Um, to what like I reckon like the day after you would, but that like that night 
there's nothing going on in my body. Oh, yeah, like, it it's shuts just, down. Yeah, yeah, it shuts down. And it's like, because you don't want to think about that when you're yeah. fucked up. So yeah. I, I'm thankful for that. That's that's yeah. on my gratitude just, list. It is weird that we internalize it, though. And that yeah. our bodies 100%. shut down. Like, that literally, I could feel a poo if I was at my boyfriend's house or something and I really liked him. And it would just like my body would like suck it back up. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And so I think weird. I think traveling is the the worst. Yeah. Like my body needs a full twenty four to forty eight hours to like acclimatize. Yeah. Oh man, get on the time zone. Yeah. No, this is big. We need to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is I did. This is one of those things I didn't realize I needed to talk about it. But now I that it's that out in the feeling. open, yeah, it's there's a weird thing that happens to me. So <laughs> I went to Japan earlier in the year, and um, oh, Japanese for some toilets, reason, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't shit for like four days. And then last week I went to Denmark and again, didn't shit for like three days. So what is it about travel that it's, just stops you from shitting? I think it's like you literally, your body needs to acclimatize. Yeah. But it's even, true. even just going down an, south, like what is maybe that? Maybe this is an internalized stigma then. Maybe I, maybe it's a, it's an actual scientific yeah. thing. Like it's your shame. body. No, I think it's, I think it's people that maybe with anxiety, like, I don't know if Brie, but like, because we are anxious, we're like whenever our the outside changes, oh, something's in some changed. Way. Yeah, so, no, 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 definitely. So we get our, our rectum gets all tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I wanted to ask about about your your relationship, if you don't mind. Is do you think your partner would mind if you talked about your shooting? It would not with him. Oh, with him, like he probably wishes I would talk about it less. Like oh, if it's, okay, if it's yeah. just him and I, that's completely yeah, fine. Yeah. We've been together seven years, so yeah, like yeah. he probably wishes there was more boundaries there. Yeah. But I mean, if I came home and then told every all, all of our housemates and stuff and did a big song and dance, like I think he would be a bit like, "What? The Shut fuck? up!" Yeah. yeah, it's more of a societal. Yeah. Thing, like, see, I'm Tristan. Complete opposite. Tristan will not say a word. He is so like tight-lipped about it. He's he's like a bit embarrassed about it like the other day i embarrassed him so much because i knew because obviously like this toilet is our poo toilet <laughs> and that toilet's <laughs> not toilet. yeah, so yeah. he goes into that i knew that he was going and i was like oh for shit and i as soon as i said it i knew it would have pissed him off and his face was just like he probably couldn't poo after that probably and i always talk about it and he's just like he just i can tell he's like shut the fuck up no yeah, I don't yeah. think it's a girl I don't think it's because he doesn't think girls should do it I think he just doesn't like hearing it he wants to have but, that kind of boundary yeah. like, but my, yeah, yeah. my cue is is that is that like a sexual thing in no. that you, you don't want someone you're attracted to to associate them with, with something no, gross he said or he, is it an actual prudery towards it's that prudery in general it's prudery because he said that his brother his older brother used to talk about it all the time and he hates it like right. he, hates, he hates anyone talking about it okay See, that, so like, he's got an issue do you think it's like a childhood thing because my family I, we, we've talked about it openly oh yeah we, same we grew yeah. up in a house of all girls so it's like yeah we'd always fine, we'd yeah. discuss yeah. and you know go I into think detail, Tristan just fucked up I think that's what it is <laughs> but um, what if you had a girlfriend that's what that it boils down to um yeah i have to admit that i'm i'm part of the problem here <laughs> i don't really like to talk about it really yeah and even um yeah i even even like with you i talk about it a lot less than you do um so I, <laughs> maybe like it's I like one in every to, family do you know like there's someone that there's yeah. one in every family one talks about yeah. it one is just anti but i never used to be like that it's only the last few i feel like I feel like it's like a revolt against the internalized stigma. Like I've stopped shaving my legs. Like I think the thirties, I'm just like, mom. This really? is what makes me think it's like, a, it's like a feminist issue. You yeah, know, like it's- I think I like, I went, you know what? Fuck everyone. I'm cause in my twenties, I was so trying to like fit in. And then I'm just like, you know what? 
fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Do you maybe. think we need to start some kind of like hashtag me poo movement? Like, <laughs> <laughs> me poo. That's so pretty good. good. That is so good. <laughs> but there is, it's a delicate balance because um, I have a friend who talks about her shits in detail in group chats oh. on Messenger. Yeah, and see, I feel like, no, nah, we don't need to hear that. I, no. That's not necessary. I wouldn't do that. But then I've got another friend who does that thing, which I just find kind of douchey, which is that she's a girl that um, just pretends that she doesn't shit because she's, she's a girl. No. Like, I hate that shit. It's like, no one no one cares. Like, get over it. You're a normal person. Like, you don't have to pretend that you're different just because you want to be like a girl. Yeah, but yeah. it's the stigma, Ben. Maybe she's yeah. just... Yeah, maybe, yeah. She's trying to fit into society, you know? Yeah. yeah it is a lot of pressure. Like, yeah. both mentally and physically <laughs> on your bowels. <laughs> yeah, it's quite exactly. a lot of yeah. pressure. Um, what's this, why are you resentful about my Discovery Garden posts? <laughs> um, like, why is I think I've just been overexposed because... We went out, to, we were talking about it at dinner. We, we, so we went out for dinner on Thursday night. You talked about it then. For some reason, we haven't seen our auntie in like 20 years. For some reason, some reason that was the main topic at dinner. Was no, it discussion. wasn't. It was one topic. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But the fact that it even came up is a bit <laughs> odd. Um, and then, and then um, the next day you proceeded to put it all over Facebook, all over Instagram. Um, and um, of course, I'm linked to the podcast, Facebook and Instagram. So I had to see it all over <laughs> like my own accounts as if i was doing it (laughs) and it was just a bit much like it just i just don't care that much about your fucking seedlings like i think my stories well i can't help it they're in my fucking grill all the time but uh and then and then we went out for coffee with brie just earlier and and um you referenced it again which i'm (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure how that managed to come up even again i have a new passion i think maybe you need to get out more but anyway it's a hobby yeah Um, it's a great icebreaker you haven't seen your auntie in 20 years, but what's something we can all bond over? What's something we can all, you yeah, know, exactly. unify <laughs> the over? Discovery the Garden. Discovery that no garden. one else has but you. But um, um, Actually, I got like 10 messages about that. Everyone yeah, has other it. people have it, but not anyone that like you associate with. Yeah. Like actually, no one in your family has them. It's really weird you've taken it. Um, but anyway, um, so you, you, now you started relating other parts of life, like your whole life has been integrated into like analogies to plants and shit. So before Brie- Discovery Garden, like a metaphor for everything for you now, Naomi? Yeah, before you arrived, um, Omi was saying, um, she even thinks, she thinks that like every, everyone's like a plant, like everyone has this implicit potential- it's quite nice, really. Like I see, I see that it's quite, it's quite a nice way of looking at the world. But you know, even drug addicts, they have this potential, and they're like seedlings that just got watered too much. <laughs> no, actually, just, they probably didn't get watered at all, really. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'd like that. to, I'd like to ask you how the analogy works because you said um, they got watered too much, and now they're all withered. And I'm like, I'm not sure that's really how plants work or drug addicts work. So. <laughs> Can you explain that one? Okay, so no, what I mean is like, if you, I think that, for instance, when I've made certain changes in my life, I feel like I grow as a person better. Like, yep. so if you're a, a classic metaphor, yeah. So yep, like, yep. and when you're a kid, and like everyone has issues, and every parent fucks up their kids in some way. But like, say a drug addict, it's like these little. I see these little kids, and like their parents are like pieces of shit, and they're like just giving them like lollies, and they're just like 
it sometimes the kids look like drugged or whatever and it's like with seeds it's like you have to do all these things with the seeds to make them grow in it to a tree and then like when you don't give them the sustenance and nutrition and like care that they need they become they like become sickly and shit and so it's like with drug addicts or like kids of, and not all of them this is an overly generalization but like people that have had like hard childhoods and stuff like that's why the generational thing is like repetitive is like if you get brought up like that you know you're gonna not have you're not gonna be equipped to live life and so it's yeah, the same I mean, as trees i mean it's totally true but it's funny that it seems like a new realization to you that you know just like plants if you if you don't feed children <laughs> they won't grow <laughs> Like, if you oh my overfeed God, them, they won't be well. <laughs> I think it's just Naomi trying to like tie in her two passions really yeah, yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. 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 Passion drug for drug addicts and, and, and plants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brie, what do you want to give us another one? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, oh man, my other one, my other one goes back a while. Um, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with a particular burger chain. Am I, can I say? The, yeah, it's, yeah. It's grilled. It's fucking grilled. Okay, grilled. Wow. So I don't go to grilled that often anymore. Um, and it's not because I have, it's not, it's not because of this resentment. It's not yeah. because I've stopped eating burgers. We just go to a different burger place. Yeah. But recently we went and I was triggered by this, <laughs> by this resentment all over again. So I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but if you go to grilled and you order sweet potato chips and normal chips yeah. you will always get seemingly less sweet potato chips than normal chips yeah i've and noticed that i don't really like normal chips that much but i'm i'm always tempted to order normal chips just because visually and i sort of had a thought to think about this and i think maybe they do it by weight so you know how uh, sweet potato chips are a bit more it's a bit heavier than you than your traditional yeah potato chip so maybe 200 grams of sweet potato chips it's just a bit more down in the container than say 200 grams of normal chips because they're a bit lighter maybe it's their resentment though like do you think i feel like maybe they like because in like working in cafes i remember there's certain things people order that piss me off so it's almost like but sweet potato chips are pretty pretty normal menu item you know i'm not asking for like yeah i don't know for sweet for them to you know grow the specific different potato like then it has to be the fact that they don't they just put less in the the basket this is what i think it is this is this is it's this is really my annoying. resentment. I've had, I, you know, it's funny because I've been disappointed by the size and I've felt ripped off because they're more expensive. They, aren't they? are. Yeah, and I, I always feel like I'm excited to get the sweet potato chips because they're not everywhere, and then you get them and there's like four chips in there. And, and grilled do do good sweet potato chips to yeah. their credit. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. great. I like their chips. Actually, I really feel like that. Yeah, no. Well, I got to turn this resentment back on you, Bray, because um, get the fuck out of here with your sweet potato <laughs> chips. <laughs> The only chips you get are the fucking real potato chips. Those are the. I hate how people try to mix it up with these healthy chips, sweet but potato not chips. It's not healthy. It's just yeah. like yeah. Well, then why taste. get them? They're just like, a different flavor. You, you deserve it's... to be ripped off with your fucking pretentious <laughs> chips. If you're going to a burger chain, get the fucking real chips. Why do you? But can I just ask what's what's. Like, I get it, like, in some ways, but in another way, it's like, it's just a different. What's, what's wrong with a different chip? Like, what is wrong um, with that? I, I mm. feel like sweet potato is just getting too much press lately. It's getting... I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm just sick yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Sweet potato's in, yeah. I yeah, think I've a bit in. of a sore point. I think it's like... Do you feel like it's it's for it's for more pretentious people kind of thing? So you're, you're a bit... It's almost like your ego doesn't want you to like sweet potato chips. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Because uh, you like sweet potatoes. If you're getting... I like sweet potato, but if you're getting chips, just get chips. Stop trying to do a new spin on it. 
um, you know, just just the good old meat and potato chip. I think you're me. just being an adversary for like no devil's reason. advocate. No, I am sick of I'm sick of sweet potato. I'm is it, sick is it of the it. Buzz, is it it's the buzz, a roll. It's, the it's like it. it's like avocado and quinoa and like yeah, yeah. quinoa, the kale. Like yeah, but you eat oh, all I, of these. Yeah, I eat all of them, but um, yeah, now you got to go. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay. Well, let's. Uh, I, I have to say just one more thing about Grodd. I like when they put. I like the but they put rosemary on the potato chips. Oh, that's, that's a great actually, spin. That's a great addition. I do really. I forgot they have rosemary on their normal yeah. chips. That we is a really great doing addition. That here with our own <gasps> chips when we cook them homemade. Is it a game changer? It's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you know what I think? I think Grilled is a fantastic organization. I love they that they have so many vegan and vego. They do. Yeah, they're Beyond Burgers. Are great. They've made. They've made it like mainstream, which yeah. I love. Yep. And very, even very and accessible. And you know what I love about them is they've done ones, but they haven't marketed it as vegetarian. They've marketed it as in like something like less meat or some shit. Yeah, like, I think they have meat free Mondays or something yeah, like that. So and it's so like it's even like, if you like meat, just give this a go. Yeah, and I think that's like some people are so against the non meat thing because they think that it's a fad and people that don't eat meat are just like trying to make points for no reason. And I think that by doing the no meat, like just as in like, oh, just have a day off and not not connecting it to vegetarianism i think is like a really good like i don't know absolutely yeah yeah i totally agree but apparently they um they pay their workers like really bad so i mean fuck grilled um well (laughs) talking about paid work like people apparently i read this article on sunday um the i don't know one newspaper and it was like the chefs are like all up in arms because um they think that fair work is cracking down on them for the um the wages like how they're not paying their staff wages properly and they they're like oh it's just too much to it's too much to um keep up with like we don't know how there's too much admin to do and we don't we don't earn enough money like if we could charge 40 dollars for steaks and we'd have enough money to to pay our staff yeah that that was so hilarious to me that they were like um you know where the we're just trying to stay like afloat. Like we're just trying to make it. We're trying to keep our restaurants going, and we're we're just trying to keep going in the world. And and now you're asking us to pay the staff properly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, um, wasn't it? Who was in the media about this recently? Wasn't it one of the MasterChef dudes? Yeah, Colin. Yeah, he's a name. he's an absolute piece he's of garbage. Like. You can tell he's a cunt. Like, Absolutely, and yeah, he had to yeah. pay like two million. But the thing is, is it interesting? The article was good because it did. Because I'm always like, for the hospital workers, because I've been a hospital worker. But I did get the other side of it and I get it. Like they, it is so hard to make money as a restaurant owner or a cafe owner. And Absolutely. I get it. But like, I just don't think that paint not but then but then you can't trot on someone else lower than you just because you can't make it do you know what else i think like before you go into business you're always going to learn a lesson so like you start a business you, yeah. you maybe you don't know about a certain kind of aspect i think you go into a business knowing you will need to pay staff that's 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 an expense that you definitely account for it's I not like six months in they're like yeah oh, that's what the fuck well, that's we have to pay and they're resentful about it they're yeah. always yeah. resentful they, about they make, it they're like that's the funny thing is they all have this attitude they're like they said um Oh, it's not like we're all driving Maseratis around. We're just trying to stay afloat. And it's like, yeah, but like you said, Britt, it's like before you started the business, you must have known like you do have to pay your staff properly. It's like a surprise to them. Yep. Like, but I guess, yeah, and then from when their you, perspective. And, and do you know what annoys me? It's like when you ask them about getting paid properly, which I have like twice, it's like a huge deal. It's like, oh, oh, like how can you ask me to get paid properly? Or how can you ask me about wages? 
You're like, because I need to make a living. It's like, this is this is a transaction. It's not... <laughs> this, this is the custom of me doing the work <laughs> in return for It's so payment. weird. It really pisses me off. Yeah. I was going to do an angry Facebook status about it, but then I... But then I knew that I had cafe owners on my Facebook and I was just like, this is just going to cause shit. Yeah. Like, it's not worth Picky it. Picky battles. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of a hospital-based resentment, actually. Ooh. It kind of goes back down to feeling a bit ripped off again. Yeah. Um, so we just went for coffee yeah. at Mary Street. I actually don't know if Mary Street's a perpetrator of this. Yeah. When you go to a cafe, I usually get an ice long black. Yeah. When you get a drink that's iced, it's, yeah. it's at least 50 cents to a dollar more expensive yeah. than a normal coffee, right? Yeah. It's like... I, I get it. I, firstly, an iced coffee in some cafes, you might have cream, you might have ice yeah. cream, it might be like a little frappe situation. Yeah. A um, An iced latte is usually your coffee shot, your ice, your milk. Yeah. Pretty standard. An ice long black is your coffee, your water and some, fro- some, some frozen water, some ice. Yeah. yeah. How is that... 50 cents to a dollar more expensive when you don't need a barista really to you're not you're not standing there steaming mm. milk or anything like that like you need a coffee shot and that's it so you're you're saving money in terms of labor but you're charging more for the product well, that makes no sense to me but the whole thing like that's the thing is like you can't look too deeply into the hospitality thing because the whole thing's a shit show like it's all just I don't know why. I mean, Omi, you'd probably know why it's so hard for them to make a buck. But there's hidden charges in everything in this hospitality. They're not even paying their workers. I mean, I don't know. Why is it so hard for them to make money? Um, well, because like produce, the cost of produce goes up and down. There's like a lot of things that they need to do, like health and safety wise. Um, it's also like a huge... Um, the general economy has like a massive part to play right oh yeah yeah and it's like you need to be really busy you have to be busy every day and have lines out the door to make any money like and that's the thing is like yeah coffee is expensive and like oh you know 30 dollars for a meal like for us is expensive but the thing is is like all the food that they're buying if they're buying good quality food is like quite expensive has never just done a full 360 what is she back on the? Is she back? On she the doesn't know. <laughs> she, well, she doesn't know what she thinks. No, about I'm trying to like straddle both. Like I'm trying to be what's the word? Diplomatic. Like I'm trying to be diplomatic. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I've been so against business, and I've had a like. I think since working for myself, I've had like a a look like I've bit of a realization. A realization period. that like I've always been like, damn the man. And like, and also small business owners, I've had a resentment against them because I've had a few bad experiences where like I've been taken advantage of and they just refuse to pay me properly. And then yep. like, and, but like lately I've been, I'm just like, you know what, there is so many things to think about. And that I think I'm, I had that, I had that like opinion of if you own a business, it's your, it's your decision to own a business. Therefore you need to know all of this shit and like, it's not my problem. Yeah. Whereas yeah, now yeah, I'm absolutely. like, okay, we're all just trying to make it work. And these people have families and it's hard to keep on top of everything. Not to say, I'm not saying that payment and staff shouldn't be your number of priority. Like to me, I think paying your staff should be number one. I don't know how people don't have that, but that's that's weird to me. But, but everything else... But having your own business has kind of made you more um, yeah. empathetic towards yeah, exactly. the but struggles. I, I and understand that, but like, I think it's just... For me, with the hospitality, it's like kind of to the point of the farmers now. Where it's like, <laughs> it's so fucking woe is me yeah. all the time. Yeah. They complain about everything and it's like... There's so many people that are hard done by it that don't have a voice. Yeah. That it's like, 
just pipe down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know? I get it. No, I get it. Like, but it's I that media coverage as well. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, it's all of the much. stories we read. It's all. It is a real yeah, sort I get of that. depressing vibe. Um, but yeah. I but there's something that we missed from last week. I think I think we should go into. What? Um, is we got a we got an email from Sarah. Yeah. Should we read that? Yeah, read it. Uh, I don't I don't know I I, I don't know what she said. So but, you haven't um, got it up? Is that what you're trying to say to me? <laughs> I haven't even got it up. I wasn't really you, prepared for that. Do you want me to get but it I up? But I had something to say. Okay, she said, she said, if you have a personalized number plate, you're a certi- certified dickhead and shame on you. Now, what do you guys think about the personalized num- n- n- number oh, plate? Oh my God, fuck me. I fucking hate that shit. It just, to me, that just says like you're not, like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's a twat move. Yeah. It's definitely a twat move. It's an egocentric move. And I have to say, and I'm saying this is I wanted a personalized yes, number plate. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I was going yeah. to say, in the in the spirit of being open-minded, yeah. when you first got your license, did you not think they were the coolest thing ever? Oh, yeah. Like, that was the first thing I wanted to do. And I'm so thankful that I didn't get it because I wanted to get Angel. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I was listening oh. to Jessica Simpson. I wanted a pink oh. ute. Oh, Naomi. I wanted a pink ute with Angel. You and was that was the, the it was going to be a pink number plate as well, wasn't it? I don't know. Probably. I was like a real like cunt. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you have a really good history with nicknames because there was the angel, there was the crunchy. Oh, was angel a nickname? It wasn't. No, I made it myself. It was on a chat room. Yeah. Okay. So like, you know how you do it yourself? Like, and then I was pissed off that like my best friend stole, um, she stole Angel and did like some Angel something. And I was like, no, Angel's like Angel mine. underscore X. Yeah, because I wanted like, to be sweet and innocent. It came from Baby Spice. So I wanted to be... You was know that Baby Spice's nickname or you just kind of projected no, that onto Baby Spice? her personality. Spice. So basically, you know how everyone... <laughs> it's a bit everyone, of an interpretation of Baby Spice. Everyone had a Spice Girl. And <laughs> yeah. you know when you... I don't know if everyone has this, but I always want to be like someone that's not anything like me. So she was blonde, blue-eyed, and I was brunette, brown-eyed. Yeah. And I wanted to be her. And so... I was obsessed with her and I wanted to be sweet and innocent and just like a cute baby doll girl. And that's the opposite of what I am. So I think that so you Angel... you sort of boiled that down to Angel. So much yeah. of your childhood is just sad to me. Because <laughs> it's sad to me too. <laughs> it's just like you always wanting to be something that you, that's not you at all. Yeah, I'm still like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, the, that's, the, like that's depression. Like don't you know depression? Yeah. It's like hashtag yeah. depression. Like my whole life has been like that. But at least I can laugh about it now. Yeah. But people, yeah, so people with childhood trauma is my favorite kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have childhood trauma, I don't want to know. Oh, about you. fuck, that's not worth it. No, like I just don't. I don't connect with people that like don't have <laughs> trauma. I had like a really nice wholesome upbringing, and they yeah. don't have any kind of like resentment or issues yeah, from yeah, it. Yeah. Like, good on them, but yeah. But uh, it, I, I do <laughs> yeah, want to say to I have noticed. I've written down some personalized number plates that I've noticed. Oh, recently. oh this is great. So one I noticed was Stiffo. Oh, he's I, thought, I thought that was a fun one. Oh, he's, awesome. he's a fun loving guy. He's you know? fucking awesome. <laughs> but the, these are the ones that I hate the most. Is there was one that was just watch, and there was one that was you judge. I, <laughs> those ones annoy me. Where it's like where it's like they think that other people care yeah, about their give, car. You, yeah, yeah, you give so much of a shit about. Yeah, yeah it's like car, no one that. fucking cares, man. Just yeah. drive your car. Yeah. But <laughs> on the other side, there is some fun ones. This was the fun one I saw the other day is some guy had a really shitty car, like an old like um, Mitsubishi hatchback, like 96 or something. And his number plate was Maserati. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's I don't fun. Mind that. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun one. I don't mind And there's that. a famous that's one. Cute. There's a famous one that the guy has a convertible and um, he's like 19 years old and like drives around Frio and his personalized number plate is Dank Memes. 
is he actually is he dank memes like does he there's a facebook page that's dank memes oh he might maybe he's the guy maybe but that's anyway like I, I love the um just the dedication to memes that he has yeah so that's, that's cool. like, some of them are cool like that I think. yeah like if you got a bit of a sense of humor but what about, about the it? prince daddy's girl daddy's little girl and she's then they're they've got like a um uh convertible hate the number play but interested in that human because she's got issues you know yeah true she's got daddy issues yeah, yeah. and also yeah. like the fact that her identity is around being daddy's girl and rich and that he bought the car for her yeah that's very worrying to me yeah a lot of these number plates say so much about them that they were stunted in some way and <laughs> just a- don't have self-awareness that's very true there is zero self-awareness going on for those yeah. people that make that make that purchase and they're not cheap either and it's no. a really conscious decision yeah and you it's have like, to go into the licensing center you have to apply like yeah. it's a it's a there's a whole rigmarole and it's like the people that have their their personality hinges on what car they have it's like a huge that's thing. a massive issue isn't it? that's a bit of a red flag yeah that's such a red flag but the problem is when you get older you don't have the fun of just being judgmental of people you just feel kind of bad that's you're like your daddy's little girl you're like oh ah you're just your life's just done like it's just gonna be a mess for you you're gonna go with some some like fucked up older guy and just have kids by the time you're 20 and like it's you know you just you just see the you you just see the human side of it oh and yeah. so it's not as fun yeah it, yeah it's true you do like you kind of look deeper and you're like what's gone wrong like and and can you imagine her trying to find a date like i don't know i just feel like that would be put off people dating her yeah as much as i hate them i do find myself looking at the ones that are like they're a bit of a riddle yeah you know yeah. like they have like a four yes. where an a is and stuff like that and you're yeah, like yeah, too cool for you, you are you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i get it and ha, like, good they, one. they wanted it to be like hell flaunting but it's like you can't actually read what it says so it nah. just doesn't really work it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. i got a resentment okay what's your resentment doggy <laughs> i'm in a new i'm resentful at instagram and facebook ads because I'm in a new age bracket and it's really Ooh. and it's really it's just really represented in my Facebook. Like suddenly I'm not represent I'm not like pissed off that I'm in a new age bracket, but it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like aging is like hard enough, but like then Facebook's like, yeah, you're, you're you know, things are moving for you. So now I used to like obviously my like my style for example has changed because you know, when I was younger, I'd wear little short dresses and like festival stuff. And now I don't because it's like not age appropriate. Naomi, you described your style to me the other day. And I think your, your style icons yeah. to me the other day as the Olsen twins. So anyone that doesn't know Naomi, <laughs> if you can just picture how the Olsen twins dress. Like, oh my God, I wish it's, 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 um, yeah, it's very accurate. Sorry, oh, carry is on. Is it accurate? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so, but now all the ads are, um, oh, sorry, am I doing this the wrong? All the ads are like seed. Um, I don't know if you know seed, Ben. Um, seed? Seeds like... I quite like seeds. Yeah, I like seed. But that's the thing is I like them. Like so I have no problem like with them. And all like linen stuff. So it's like um, pantsuits. But I feel like that's like, quite on brand for you. Yeah, that's all. Like Facebook's that's doing you a... Doing no, you that's, a that's the shit that's, you like. No, that's what I'm saying is I'm resentful at it because they got it right. They got a hole yep. in one. Yep. Like, and the fact that like, um, and I was like realizing, I was like, yeah, I don't go for those other, those like festival stuff anymore. And like when I go into like cotton on to get some basics or something, I'm just like, I look at the stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, like I don't, I can't wear that anymore. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like, it like, it kind of um, creeps up on you. And like our auntie was saying that like all her Instagram, Facebook ads are like, um, what are those things called? <laughs> <I don't- laughs> 
the adult diapers and yeah, shit. Yeah, the adult diapers. <laughs> <laughs> like so offensive. Oh. Like that you, feels so far away, but you're right. It creeps up on you. It creeps up on We're you. We're gonna wake up one day, and that's gonna be our reality. Yeah, but probably worse because by that point, like they probably have ads in your dreams and stuff like that. Oh you god. know, like that Futurama episode yeah. where they have like ads in people's dreams. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm excited. That is about a bit that. scary. Yeah. What have you got next, Ben? Uh, I got a few here. You've got heaps. Yeah, I just got to go through them. Um, oh, yeah, one was resentment against you, and I know these aren't very popular, but... Um, oh, yeah, they're really... I you're just, get... you know, I have to sometimes get these out in the open. When I was like, where should we Where should we uh, have recorded the pro- podcast with Brie, you were like, oh, I feel like it should be at my house because it it feels like a home. What are you trying to say about my house? Whenever we have a guest... Do I really say that? Yeah, whenever we have a guest, you like... You try to softly say, I think we should do it at my house, <laughs> but it at your house that is. And but you you not really aware of how offensive you come off. Because you're always just like it always just like subtly is like, yeah, I mean like your house is fine, but it's just like just a little bit of piece of shit. So um, I think there's so many layers to that, isn't there? No, I think it's because there's a lot of issues with this. Okay, one, your house is smaller and it's like you've got a two seater couch. There's nothing wrong with my house. It's pokey. Like, what does pokey mean? No, it's just a bit, it's sm- It's tiny. It's just, we're only three people. What does it matter? No, but it's just like, I feel like we need room to like converse. I don't know. I don't know. And also the other thing is- it's ridiculous. Um, I have control issues, I think. And I think that when I have a guest on, I, I, I don't know. I have a weird thing where it's like, because the last two guests have been my friends- so, like, I want to be, like, the host, I think. It comes back down to that environment, doesn't it? Yeah. No, you want to be you know in the environment really that you're flourishing Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're just ashamed of me. No, That's what ashamed. I feel. I feel that you're ashamed of me. That's no, all you know, I can think of. It's also helping you out because I know that oh, for me. Wow, yeah. Oh, wow. No, but for Thank me. Thank you. I Thank was... you for the <laughs> condescension. <laughs> no, I know I want to take responsibility to be the host because they're well, my friends. you think friends. I can't be a host like a host? And what about Declan? He was at your house. Yeah, so it was Tristan and they were both fine. Yeah, if it's your friends, I don't care. But I just feel like I need to take the responsibility. I'm trying to take the responsibility so that you don't feel like, like, I don't know. I just would feel weird having your friend at my house and I'd be the host to your friend. Okay, well, anyway, I've got another one. (laughs) Is this for me as well? No, this is a weird one I'm a bit worried about. Is my left nipple is always hard. Ew. And I just want this to know It's more of a medical issue <laughs> than a resentment I just want to know What is the issue there Why And is it something I should be worried yeah. about This um, I don't know if you get the premise of this podcast Ben It's actually <laughs> We talk about resentment It's not, uh, it's not WebMD over here well, I just needed to ask someone I wanted to know Because I always you Okay know, is it always hard Or is it just when the wind is cold no, it's even in my house. I'll just occasionally, like, my, my hand will brush it and it will just be rock hard. And, I'm and, like, then, will you, and then will you check the right one to see? The con- I don't check the right one. It's bloody, it's, it's limp. Normal. It's <laughs> limp. Yeah, so what it, is with the left one? Like, it's just poking but is it out. Because, is it because you brushed it that it's sensitive or is it, was it hard before you brushed it? No, there's it? something, I feel like it's permanently hard. <laughs> like, I feel like there's something wrong with it. Why don't you go to the doctors about it? Yeah, I've been <laughs> Have to the you tried Googling that? She's, she's like so sick of me now. <laughs> she, she thinks, she's like, you know, some of these things I can't do anything for. <laughs> and I'm like, does that mean they're going to go away? And she's like, yeah, I mean, they go away or they won't go away. <laughs> I can't do anything. 
who am I to say, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's part of your job to like uh, give me some support as well. She's just like, I don't know. Doctors are shit. Yeah, they're, they're so very shit. black and white. I actually have the best doctor ever. Oh, I can't really? say that. Yeah, she's great. Oh, like, that's good. It's wait, hard yeah. to find a good one. It's so hard. So yeah, I do. I love her. But they're very black and white about things, aren't they? I think it's because they have this really like scientific and medical. Yeah. Obviously, they have that. They have that kind of personality, and then they'll kind of like they're not very like per- they're not always very personable. Yeah. Yeah. And also they get so many fucking annoying people. Can you imagine all the hypochondriacs, so all the older people, yeah. like they're just beaten down. So oh, when, yeah. by totally. the time you get there in an afternoon, they're just like, oh, fucking hell. I, I used to work in a chemist it. and it was my least favorite job. Like, it's like a job during high school. And there was just pissed off people in pain, like granted, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're struggling. Yeah. But they just had no time for anyone. They wanted their fucking drugs and they wanted you to fuck off. Like it was oh, a that nightmare. That an interesting it job was, though. You would have loved it actually. Yeah. Was there druggies? Absolutely. And you have to give them the, you have to give them the, what were they called? Kind of like pump packs or something. So it's like clean needles and that kind of thing. Oh, that's no. nice. Yeah. They, like, they buy them. But if you, yeah, I think it's methadone or something like that. Oh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, you would love to doing the, like, oh, the, so the PM shift would have been right up your alley. Oh, so what, so what? So like they were on the methadone because like do the chemists, I don't know how the methadone gets put out here. So you get on a methadone treatment and then, yeah, certain chemists, I think, administer it not administer it but like they give it i think so yeah yeah yeah. i think they give you yeah they, they do administer it and oh then they god. also give these i think they're called pump packs oh my god and it's like a clean needle and like a little sterilization kit and, you and could stuff tell. like that oh because you oh always- yeah and and they, they'd always be a bit sheepish coming up and asking for it and stuff Aww. but then once they've been there a few times they were just like rolling on in like hey sup Where's ah. that? <laughs> like, they, yeah, they got to. Was there any dodge? Like, because you know how they always get your license for like the pseudo ephedrine and shit? Oh, yeah, there was a few of those. And sometimes what? people, sometimes you would ask for a license and it'd be like a mum or something. Like, you just have to ask for yeah. a license and they'd get really kind of like justify you about yeah. it. Like, I oh, really it's, got the flu. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just because I've, I've been sick for like two weeks. I wouldn't usually take this and I'm like, it's yeah. all right. It's like, like, I believe you. I just need to see your license. Yeah. yeah. But you do feel pretty, like, I always feel guilty just like normally in life. So, like, whenever like I'm put in a position in that, like, but they're like, can I see your license? And I, I do kind of feel like, yeah, I, you know, like, I really do have a cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear what yeah, you're saying. That's what, yeah. Uh, do you know what I love about you know that really satisfied feeling when you feel like you've like got a life hack? What, yes. I, what I love about the pharmacist is you can go to the pharmacist with your medical problems and they don't charge you anything. Mm. You can just ask them and they'll like tell you what, as long as it's over the counter, yeah. they'll solve most of your medical issues that's just a, by having a look at it. That's a, you're running a risky, a risk, bit of a gauntlet there though. Cause what yeah. if you have a shitty, like you get a shitty GP, but you can also get a shitty pharmacist who's like, oh, that rash looks like it'll probably clear up. Take this. And then two days later, you're like dead. Yeah. No, I've had, I've never had a bad pharmacist. I have plenty of bad GPs. I think the pharmacists, they're, they're overqualified for their job. Like they, yeah, they, they want to do that. So they're, they're really happy whenever they get like a medical issue coming in because their lives are boring as fuck. Yeah, that's true. Standing on that stoop, just filling out. And forms. what do they do behind that thing? Can yeah, you tell me, Brie? Like, I know, I you actually know don't you, know. Because you have to like, or you put your your prescription in, and then it's like, yeah, that will be filled. What do you mean filled? Don't you just have it in the fucking shelf? Like, I don't understand what this filling shit is. I actually don't entirely know. Maybe that it's really just the terminology. Maybe there's nothing actually filled. Yeah, but what? Like, and well, a I think it takes long because they're banked up because I'll have a few prescriptions going in at once. But if you're the only person in there, I do often wonder like, what are you doing? Yeah, when you're the only one there and they're like, it'll just be five minutes. And I'm like, 
no, it won't. Yeah. I'm the only one here just you going to get the fucking thing. They do have to yeah. print out that little sheet that says what it is on there. So maybe that's Yeah, but that's, that's all very – I think it's like a printer. It's all very high tech. Yeah. Yeah. My dream is to be like locked in a pharmacy like for a night and like have well, That access. sounds healthy. <laughs> is that really unhealthy? Tristan also said that he wouldn't take anything. And I was like, are you fucking joking me? You wouldn't take – you have all these pills and you're there for a whole night. And he's like, yeah, why? And I was like, because it would be so fun. I think you – I think there's always going to be part of you that you – like we were saying about Bobby Lee, about how he always talks about if if his life goes to shit that he'll just be move – Be a junkie. Yeah, move to Arizona in the desert in a trailer and just be a junkie and just shoot himself up to death. Mm. Um, I think you have that where you're like – if everything went bad, you would just get all the all the medication and just just um, go out, you know. But it's in a the comfort. I think it's a comfort having that in my back pocket. It's like, you know, yeah. If things get really bad, I can just do that and it will be we okay. Just, can we just talk about the fact that Ben was sensitive about you saying that your house is more of a home, and Ben's just gone and said, "Naomi, isn't it great <laughs> that one day you dream of just <laughs> completely <laughs> fucking yourself up? That's just yeah." <laughs> I listen to these back like to like get our little snippets and stuff and I think you know I actually take a lot of shit from you like yeah. when I think about it I'm like because I always think that, that I'm like dark. the shit sister like I always think because I because I'm older than him I used to like you know she wasn't great I was mean to him <laughs> like I just was a bitch to she him she used to misgender me our whole childhood <laughs> she called me Chrissy and I had to act like a girl <laughs> so I wanted him to pretend he was like my daughter <laughs> not even your sister your daughter yeah. There's not that much of an age gap between you guys. No one was buying that. Uh, but now I think the tables are turned and you're just like mean to me all the time. Yeah, you're a good sport. And it's you're caught it's sport. caught on tape. Like Yeah. You can That's go true. through all nothing the else, issues. these pods are a great a great little yeah. reminder for you. Yeah. Um well I think you know, I think we should all just do a little round table. Just do Ooh. one more resentment each. And then uh, we'll do, let's do this word association right. that you mentioned doing brief. Yes. We did that on a pod before. We'll do that again. So I'll start. Um, uh, oh, yeah. This, okay, I hate this thing. When you have, you're on your Instagram, right? And there's, you have lots of, you can have lots of friends that get in a post in like a narcissistic way that like a good looking photo of them. Yep. Why is it that they always have, the caption has to be about something else? It, it fucking pissed me off like, It is the worst Yeah it's like It has to be like Something in the background They're commenting on And it's like Can you just be honest About the fact That you just liked The photo of yourself 100% And it was just A narcissistic thing It's always like Oh I, I had a good lunch today And there's just no Nothing to do with lunch <laughs> in the, It's like It's about you It's only about you That's what Instagram is And let's just admit it And just And just post that way Yeah I feel like there's different stages Of this right I feel like You're right It'll be I feel like sometimes They comment on something In the photo Like time to clean my mirror Or something really lame Like like that And you're like That has nothing It's not why you took the photo Yeah yeah You clearly look like A babe behind that mirror And that's what we're all looking at Then there's another level Which will be something about Oh don't you hate When you miss the bus Or something else That happened in their day That isn't in the photo Completely irrelevant And it's but it's usually relatable and people yeah. are like, oh, that's relatable. So yeah. whatever. Then there's like a third level. And I don't have a lot of people like this on my feed anymore. Yeah. People that put up this like narcissistic photo or just a, you know, nice photo um, and have a quote or a song lyric or something oh, no. completely irrelevant yeah. that is underneath this selfie and it's 
fucking ridiculous. It's I, so cringe. I doubt that any of us would have any of them on our Instagram. No, that's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't have a lot that's of people. That's like just the a first whole... two, definitely. I, I, I can hands down admit there's people on my feed that are yeah. like that. But, but the, what do we think of selfies? I think that's fine. Like, I just, yeah, I don't have that much of an issue with if you think you're looking good in a moment, just take a photo of it and post it on social media. The issue I have is on trying to play it off as if it's not narcissistic. Yeah, yeah the pretend. I agree. Yeah, yeah the because pretend. There's, there's nothing really wrong with having a narcissistic moment because we live in an individualistic society that we all have those moments constantly throughout the day. So let's just admit it rather than pretending like it's not happening. Yeah, I like that honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Instagram's just a whole like. There's a whole kettle of fish. There, yeah, it's a there. whole kettle of fish. Like we could talk about this for hours, and also. There's so much etiquette on there. Like sometimes I've put something up and I'm like, I, I shared about the when I I didn't ha- didn't have Snapchat and I put that photo of me with the eyelashes or whatever. And I remember just an hour later deleting it and having such shame. It's like there's all these rules of things that, like I remember one that you mentioned. I think it's you and Laura. Um, yeah, I can say her name. Um, <laughs> about people that like, you know, in business, how they talk to the, they do the videos. Yeah. And it's funny, I've done one of those. And like, I did it in a sense of like, I felt like I had to do that to be like for my business. Mm. And I'm getting, like, I'm getting more on board with those. Yeah, I think I'm on, I think that they're, I, I actually think like, at the end of the day, they uh, you get more engagement for them. For them. Your followers get to know you more. Like okay, you're so being educational. I think on a business level. It's fine. Yeah. I think when it's a personal account and people are just talking about their day and things like that, I think, yeah. and it probably like, it could be what, where I'm at in that day and yeah. how, how trigger stacked yeah. I am. But sometimes I'm just looking, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like go and speak to someone yeah. about this. Don't speak. Yeah. But that's probably just me being a bit cynical. But there's this, this girl, well, there's a few people that I don't know them, but I know of them. Um, they're in a certain community and they divulge all like story after story after story of yeah. their therapy, what they're going through with their body issues, all of this stuff. And in one way, I'm like, you know what? All the power to them. Like they, they're, you know, if someone looked up to them and thought that they were perfect and now because they're saying they've got depression, if that's helping someone with a mental health problem, I get it. But then there's the other side of where I'm like, this is this is just messy. It's like, a bit self-serving yeah. more than it's yeah. helping it's like, anyone. Yeah, get off. Like, what, but can you just explain for me and maybe some people that don't know, um, what do you mean by the business thing talking to? Is that just okay, the story? So, so for example, like a lot of people that are in small business or like even like big business, like they'll, they'll, they'll do a story and it'll be like, so say if they're like a graphic designer, they'll be like, Hey guys. Oh no. Easier one would be a photographer or something. They're like, Hey guys, like I'm going to give you five tips on how to make, how to do the perfect Instagram photo. Okay. So one, and they'll like do it and they'll talk to the person that like they'll talk to it on stories or they do it on Instagram TV. Mm-hmm. And so it's like content for their, so that they're giving, they're getting engagement and they're, they're adding value. Cause it's all about adding value on your Instagram feeds. So a lot of people like my quote unquote competitors will do that. And instead, yeah. And I just, I find it confronting because I, I'm not naturally someone that can do that, but at the same time, like it is very, like apparently it's all video now for marketing. Yeah. Like you have to do videos. Do you know what I hate about it is it seems like it's all excess. So for example, you have the main thing that you do, your business, and that's obviously on there and very clear. But then, like you said, you're adding value. The problem is that it's all just extra. And I just too often see through it and I'm like, especially with comedians, like 
their stories, they're just plugging a gig or something. And they try to make that funny, but because it's not their main job, they don't put any effort into it. So it's like not funny at all. So it's too many of these stories, they're just like, they're trying to advertise something, but because it's just bonus content, they aren't really putting any effort into it and it's just so boring to me. Well, then they're doing it shit. Yeah. Because well, well constructed. Comedy's an interesting one though. Yeah, that is really interesting, the comedy. Because they're, they're not really an online, like they're, they might have an online presence, but their business isn't online. You have, yeah. They have to get people into their shows And it's all physically. about them, right? So they have, they have to... It's be, very much a personal brand. Yeah. It's so interesting. Comedians See, I follow, are hard. I follow a lot of dog trainers. So a lot of their content will be here's a tip or here's my thoughts on this specific yeah. issue and and those kind of videos i don't mind because i'm like oh that's a bit informative yeah and, and it, that adds real value as yeah. opposed to just yeah but lots of their bullshit. business can be sold online whereas comedy people it's it's very much a physical thing like they want people yeah. to come into their, their yeah. physical shows so yeah oh it would be so stressful being a comedian that's my that's my dream is it yeah i'd love to be yeah, a comedian be great. would you it. do it yeah we really? should have like a duo ben well, Ben's yeah, we thinking of getting on stage. <gasps> yeah, we like, should do it We should do the same Well, because I went to a night. I went to a com- comedy night on Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, did you... I saw that. Did you go to... It was like a... Um, kind of like comedy. a rookie gig or was it... Um, no, oh, what, sorry. Gig? Was it like open mic night or was it... No, it was like... Leg- well, it wasn't... No, it wasn't open mic. It was... Um, I don't really know what it was. It was like a fundraiser thing. So it's like canned comedy. And I think they just get like local comedians. So there was some people that have been doing it for like over five years. And there was some people that had just started. Awesome. But um, I'd never been to this comedy thing. Yeah. And it was just, it was just so interesting because basically like Tristan and I went to the one in New York, like Comedy Cellar or whatever. Yep. And we were just like, Tristan's like, oh, I've always really wanted to see comedians in Perth, but I just think they're going to be all shit. Like, you know how you see the shit ones at Fringe. And so we went and it was actually so good and it was like a legit like they had little tables and like it was just and like the, I got like a lot I didn't think I was gonna laugh but I was laughing so much and it just felt like a really supportive thing and then I thought of you Ben when you said that you wanted to do it and I was like I could imagine you up there you should yeah. do it Ben they have these kind of yeah open mic nights where people that aren't experienced or just want to go and yeah. have a laugh can get up there and yeah do I want to try I think we should do it we should I reckon you would it. do it you would be really good too Brie I'll stop Oh, I just want you guys to do it. That'd be so fun. I'd be like a proud parent. I love that. I'd be like No one else supports my comedy career, Naomi. No one else. Oh, really? Yeah. I reckon it can be a bit of a point of contention in my house. Oh, really? Why? Just mostly. Just just the haters, you know? Yeah. You got to have them, I guess. You got to have them. All right, give it give me your last resentment, Naomi. Um, oh, this is just a quick burn, a quick burn. Um, I don't like how my personality or not personality, but my intentions change like a drop of the hat. And this is a big one. It's like in my mind, every night before bed, I'm like, so I'm going to get up for training. And before I get up for training at 5 a.m., I'm going to do some work and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to meditate. And then it gets, and then my alarm goes off and it's just like, everything is off the table. Like, it's like nothing, I can't do anything. And then I wake up and I'm grumpy. Yeah. And it's like, I just hate that. Like, but I'll, and this happens over and over. This has happened for years, like my whole life, over and over and over and over again. But for some reason, every night I'm like, no, no, no. This, and I do get up like that. The dream is like, it does happen sometimes, but it's like, you know, I would say 40% of the time I'll say I'm going to get up for the gym and I don't go. And it pisses yeah. me off. Well, yeah. as soon as you're asleep and your alarm goes off, 
It's like you it's don't a, care about anything else care. in the world. <laughs> this yeah. happened to me this morning. Yeah. And, like, and I know you, you kind of feel pissed off in the morning because you set all those intentions the night before. I always feel like if you don't set the intentions, there's no expectation. So you wake yeah. up and you're like, I'm just going to get up and have breakfast and yeah. get ready for work. And you don't have the guilt. Then you don't feel guilty and shitty at yourself. If you have the intention and then you don't go, I you wake up with failure. Yes. You failed. You've already failed. Absolutely. And, you know, actually that feeling of failure gets me out of bed. Like I, the, the times I, my, my, my goal is four times a week and sometimes I get like I would say probably like 70% I do four and the other times I do three but the thing that gets me out of bed is the fear of being feeling like a failure like yeah. it's the only thing yeah. that gets me out I'm like yeah. if I don't do this I'm gonna hate myself so much and then I and and but it's actually so good because then I feel so happy gets you out of bed yeah so that's so just, much pressure. and I think everyone has that yeah like, I'm very guilty of trying to fit too much into a morning oh yeah I'm like well, if I start work at nine, I could get up at like 5.30. I can go to the gym. I can get the dog out for an hour. Then I can come home, tidy up the house and then I'll go to work. Like, why am I trying to fit so many things and in? And it never happens. It never happens. I, I'm the same. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do this, this and this and this with work. And then I'm like, I did one fucking thing all day. Yeah. And then if it, if it does happen, by the time you get to the, your work or whatever you, is, you is actually on for that day, you're knackered. Oh, yeah. you're, you're like, tired. This is too much. It's exhausting. Yeah, it is exhausting. Yeah. So um, I've a- just got one more resentment, guys. It's yep. a bit of a niche one, so people might not be on, on board with this. But I have a bit of resentment. It happened to me the other day. So I was listening to a, a sort of new playlist on Spotify, one of those like made-for-you playlists. Yeah. And I had this song from Bombay Bicycle Club, who's a band that I love. And I was like, oh, cool. So you sort of like – you see the song title. Yeah. I click on the song title, and the song title was already a bit cringy. I was yeah. already a bit like, oh – not not too sure about this it was like <laughs> something like eat sleep it's all you or eat eat yeah. sleep wake it's it's all about you or yeah, some yeah. some bullshit title anyway i clicked on the song and like the intro is really cute and i'm like yeah i don't mind this yeah and then the first few lyrics of the song are the title of the song and it, i just i felt like a bit disappointed i was yeah. like oh and they didn't kinda, lead they didn't and then what there was I, no lead up they were just straight into it and i was like oh, okay and then they sort of there's other lyrics in the song as well and they kind of said this eat sleep bullshit thing again and i was like oh okay i was just you, felt i felt a bit disappointed in the lyrics from from like i don't know like a quote yeah. quote unquote indie band yeah. if that's what you want to call yeah, it yeah. you sort of expect like a bit more creativity a bit more thought in the lyrics yeah if I, it was like an edm song i'd yeah. kind of be like yeah, I can get on board with the re- repetition and, you yeah. know, it makes a bit more sense. But this kind of, yeah, I don't know, it kind of annoyed me. But do you think that that's, but maybe that's on purpose. They're like, this song's all about this and so we're going to call it this. And yeah, then- but yeah. it's like, fuck off. Like, have a bit more going on that you can think of a different title. Like, I don't want, my thing is like, I have such a low kind of threshold for like cheesiness or whatever. Yeah. Like on the nose of things. But like, I just never want the title of a thing to be in the thing like ever oh really oh, see I, I, just... I i feel i feel opposite about this ben really so i know that's my resentment against songs but when it happens in tv shows and movies yeah. it's such a thrill yeah it feels like they've let you in on this little secret yeah, as yeah. the audience and you're like oh yeah i get it now yeah yeah like the, the example i can think of is like i think it's the kingsman they do this like so if you haven't seen the movie the kingsman or you don't know the concept like it's you know with Colin Firth and Taron mm. Egon or whatever his name is and you you go in you don't know what the Kingsman mm. is and then halfway through the film it's like a secret circle of people and you're like mm. oh wow I get it now it kind of it's like a real penny drop moment yeah same with like I think it's a family guy episode where they talk about it and they like take the piss being like but he's a family guy and like uh, ever yeah. since I've seen that episode I've been on the hunt for yeah. that happening in movies I think it happens in Disney films like snow dogs and like yeah. those cringy kind of films yeah yeah yeah, I feel like it's too it's too like telegraphed to me. It's like 
they're like almost like winking at the camera. They're like, yeah, but I love that. It's the title of the movie. I love That's it. what you guys came to see. Yes. We're saying it. I'm so on board with yeah, that. It pisses me off. But I do like it when a band, their first song is like the name of the band. And they're like announcing that they're the band. Like we're here. And it, like, it's like kind of a rap. Like yeah, I was going to say that's do. more yeah. a rap thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Should we go roll in? Should we, what, should we do a, grat- a quick gratitude? Okay, let's try it. Grat it up. Well, you're gonna love my foot, my gratitude, sweetheart. Better not be this fucking Woolworth shit again. <laughs> oh, it's my discovery garden, baby. You oh, did that fuck. last week. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. You're well, so been, obsessed with it. I'm so obsessed, and I'm not gonna say sorry about it. Um, I'm an obsessive person, so this is only gonna last. I don't know, maybe a year, and then next year it'll be something else. Okay. Um. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for Brie coming to the podcast. Oh, it's been me. so fun. So thank you, Brie. That's my thank gratitude. You. Long time listener, first time yeah. <laughs> guest. <laughs> guest. <laughs> um, okay, who's next? Uh, yeah, I, I want to um, gratitude JVN, actually. Oh, my God, JVN! Because oh. he does this shit. Like, he, I don't know, like, JVN is this guy. For, what is his name? Jonathan Van Ness. Jonathan Van Ness from Queer, The New Queer Eye. And I like that he'll just like wear women's clothing just out and about and not make like a big deal or a statement about it. It's just him. Very and unapologetic, I, isn't he? Yeah. And, and, and the thing I like about it is because um, I, you know, I'm not even to that degree. Like I, I actually identify as a man, but barely. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I like that I don't have to worry so much about fitting into the stereotype of my gender when there's people out there just, just really opening up the kind of frame for anyone to just do anything the way they want it's a lot more fluid and you don't like we had this discussion before it's like it's not like you say oh that's a guy in woman's clothing yeah he's just jonathan like and he's and he's like we were watching that thing with who is he that interview with um what was the interview david letterman oh david letterman and he's like i don't identify as a male or a female and like he was saying all of this stuff and it's like I don't know I just feel like he has definitely done some like cultural work and there's yeah. been a cultural shift and even like straight men that you would never you wouldn't normally you would think they'd be like oh why is he wearing heels it's like completely changed now it's just like oh yeah cool there's a guy in a ball gown dress like whatever yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. I love him I'm yeah so he's obsessed. so great he's really great he's so good he's, he's a real mood booster I think as yeah, well he like is. you just yeah. have like a few seconds of him and you feel better yeah, about, your, about and he's your got life. issues as well like yeah. he's oh, not just absolutely. like oh like he's like, rainbow well, sunshines like yeah. he's he's, he's, he's had got some death. shit happen yeah, yeah absolutely childhood trauma he's great um, I have a gratitude. It is for it's for another podcast. I mean, I love this podcast, yeah. as you guys know. Another podcast. I think it's actually probably probably be my next uh, my next guest. <gasps> what? No, I'm, it's not really. I wish. I thought I thought the the chain was like the resentment list. Then yeah. my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. So oh, my, yeah. my 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 gratitude is for the podcast. My my dad wrote. A I porno. still haven't listened to that. Oh, it's yeah, so good. It, it's so good. Is it? It's just like. It's like a little guilty pleasure. Like you just put it on and you zone out and their humor is right up yeah. your alley. Like you would, you would love it. Yeah. It's really funny. And I love, I'm, I'm a sucker for an accent as well. So their accents are great. The content is great. It's just, it's all around great. It's another real mood booster. Like yeah. it's up there with JVN for me. You just yeah. kind of put it on and you're like, oh, life's not so bad. Podcast. Yeah. See, there's so like, not so many. I listen to one podcast, Tiger Belly, which I've mentioned so many times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much have motiva- motivated us to start this pod. But like if I'm depressed or I hate life or even if I'm just in a neutral mood, like, you know, when you're in a neutral mood and it's like, I don't know what I want to watch. I don't know what I want to listen to. What am I doing? I'll just put them on and like Bobby Lee just inspires me. Like I just love him. Yeah. He's just such a weird spirit animal. It's a good feeling. Right. Cool. Do you want to do the uh, word thing? Yes. I think we might be out of time, but... What's the time? We've gone like... Uh, we, 
like an hour and two minutes. We oh have my god, it's gone so long. So maybe we'll do the we'll do the where this is like some bonus content or something. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, nice. see you later. Thank you, Bree, for coming on. Thanks, Thanks guys. Share the podcast and God bless. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.